Shalom, Baruch Rav, the Messiah is getting the Chof test. Today's daf discusses um, a Bezdin, a Jewish Bezdin being Limon Tzchos after the Gemar Din, after they already sent someone for a death penalty. We learn about a Shliach handing it off to another Shliach and how that wouldn't work if the Shliach was charged with bringing back something from the wife as well as the Pekadon. How can the stand-in Shliach say B'fanen Echta, B'fanen Echta? Making a third shliach, if that standard shliach wants to make someone else a shliach. What happens if the first shliach dies? Do the rest of the shluchim in this chain uh, become batel? If the husband tells her to give the get, uh, to give, tells the shliach to give the get after 30 days, can he still pass it on after 30 days? And uh, the, the concern that maybe he'll be Mephias, his wife, within those 30 days. We begin with Rabbi Yosef saying that when it comes to a non-Jewish court that sentenced someone to death, we're going to give his wife the Chumrei Chayim, assume that he's still alive, but when it comes to a Jewish court, once he's sent out to be killed, we, there are no more Chumrei Chaim. We assume that he's already dead. Rabbi says, what do you mean? When it comes to Bezin Shal Yisrael, we would try to be Melami Tzchus. Tysus brings that they would like wave flags on horses um, in case even at the last second they would find some Limu Tzchus to let the guy off the hook. But the Gemara answers that that's, we extend every effort to get him off the hook before they actually make the Psach. But once they set, set out Psach, that this guy is Chayv Misa, that there's no more chance at Limu Tzchus. The Gemara suggests that maybe this can be a raya, like the Manda Omar, who says that if two of them come and testify that, that Mr. A already was Chayev in Chayev Misa in another Bezdin, that we can trust those Adem to kill him here. But the Gemara says it's not necessarily a raya because if a guy ran away from that first Bezdin, that's uh, suggested that Itaka was Chayev Misa. So that case may be different. Next, the Gemara says that if we, if we hear in Bezdin, a Jewish Bezdin, that there's an individual, Mr. A was killed, or if Mr. A died, we're allowed to let his wife get married. But if we hear this from a non-Jewish Bezdin, then we cannot assume that this man is already dead uh, because we don't trust this Bezdin, the Gemara says. This is a similar Gemara we had yesterday, just the, the, the flip side of it. Uh, when we say that we hear that he died or he was killed, why wouldn't we trust the non-Jewish court? We have an, a concept of Messiah that if a non-Jew says something in conversation without trying to give aid us, we would believe him. It must be that when we say that he died or that he was killed, it means that he was sent out to be killed. But then that seems like a raya that from the, the, in the Jewish court, we will let the wife remarry. You see that we, we don't give the Chumrei Chaim in a Jewish court, we will assume that the husband's still alive. The Gemara says, no, 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 that case was talking about where he was actually dead and he was actually killed. Not just a sentence. But when, the only reason why we're not trusting the non-Jewish court using Mesiach, Lefi Tumai, is because this, this court has a bias. This guy has a bias to say that they actually killed him because he wants to show that he's in a law abiding court and they exacted their punishments he's a good sheriff of the town therefore we're not going to trust his messiah because it's not purely he does have a uh, 
biased towards saying that this man was killed. In the next mission, we learn that if someone brings the get in Eretz Yisrael, but then he becomes sick, this shliach is allowed to pass it on to another shliach to complete the delivery. But if the Baal said, I want you to go deliver this get and bring me back something from her, bring me back a pikadon, then he's not allowed to pass it on to someone else because as far as the pikadon goes, the Baal doesn't want anyone else besides for his shliach, his first shliach number one, to be bringing that back. So the Gemara of Kahana says, our Mishnah specifically said if the shliach gets sick, he could pass it on. Well, yeah, isn't that partial? If he got sick, yeah, of course he could pass it on. The Gemara says, no, I might think, even if he wasn't sick, he could appoint shliach number two to continue his shliachas, to deliver the get. And we only said sick as a, uh, an example. That, that's a normal reason for shliach to want to pass it on. Kamash, well, I know it's specifically sick. What's the case? If the husband told this shliach number one, get this get to my wife. If he just said, Heulich, I want this get to be by my wife. Then if the shliach didn't get sick, he could give it to someone else as long as it gets to his wife. But if the Baal had said, at shliach, I want you to deliver it, then even if he's sick, he can't pass it on because the shliach was for him specifically to deliver it. If you're going like a shliach, then even if he is sick, he can't pass it on. Who's a shliach? It's a b'risa that says, if someone asks a shliach to deliver the get to his wife, he can pass it on to shliach number two. He could pass it off for him, for shliach number two to deliver it. But if he says, I want you to deliver it, then he can't pass it on. That's Tanakama. Reb Shimon Ben Gamaliel's shita is that either way, a shliach is not allowed to pass on his shlichus to someone else. So the Gemara is asking, why does it make a difference if the guy gets sick. Why is that Mr. specifying a case where he got sick? It makes no difference. If, you're, if it's from Shemeng Gamliel, then you can't pass it on. And even according to Tanakama, it just depends on what the Baal's instruction was. Was it specifically for this guy to deliver it or just for it to be delivered? Sickness should play no role. So the Gemara offers us three answers. Either, number one, is when the Baal said, Hoylech, get it delivered, he was saying as part of that instruction that you could pass it off only when you get sick. So it was like a built-in tonight. The second option is that when he said, I want specifically you, shliach number one, to deliver it, there's an assumption in there that if he does get sick, that'll be a clause to pass it on to shliach number two. The third answer is why would being sick make a difference is that we're talking going like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, that you're never allowed to pass it on. But even Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel would agree that if the first shliach gets sick, he can pass it on and the shliach can make another shliach. Next, uh, we have a bring in a Mishnah that tells us that if someone brings a get in Eretz Yisrael and he gets sick, he can pass it on to someone else. The problem is we have a stira. On Samach Vavim Aver Aleph, we're going to get there, Reza Shem, Besyad it says that if someone tells two people, give this get to my wife, or if he tells three people, write a get for my wife and, and deliver it to her. They write it out and give it for the husband. It's mashma that only these two or three people are allowed to do this get delivery. But they can't appoint another shliach to do it. I Amrish said that you could appoint another shliach if he gets sick. So Abai answers. First answer. 
The only reason why over there we said that he, they can't appoint the shlich is because it would be a bizoyan to the Baal. That the Baal himself can't deliver it. He can't write out a get. But over here, the Baal doesn't mind. The second option, second answer, Rava says, is that the ability to write a get is a mili. It's, 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 an, it's, an, it's a chafta in its own right. And that, these two or three people that he appointed can't pass on that kayak to someone else. What's the nafkamina between the two answers? Between Nabaye and Rava, the nafkamina would be a shliach for a matona. This is Machlech is Rav and Shmuel. Rav holds that a matona is different than a get, and Shmuel holds that a matona is the same as a yet. If it's just about bizoyo, and that wouldn't apply by a matona. Next, the Gemara goes on the next step of our Mishnah, which said that if the Baal asks the Shliach to bring something back from the wife, then he can't appoint Shliach number two. He can't pass off that Shliach. As Lokish tells us that over here, Rebbe learned that a borrower is not allowed to pass on what he borrowed, and the renter is not allowed to sublet his rental. Rabbi Yochanan says, that can't be the Chedesh. Everyone knows that. Even children know that halacha. Elamai over here, sometimes that wouldn't apply by a get, because it's as if he's implanting a t'nai, like he's saying, I want you to divorce her at the house and he does in the attic, or if he says, I want you to do the, 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 the garrison with the right hand and he does it with the left hand, it's like he's implanting a t'nai into there. When the shliach is sent to bring something back, that's a t'nai. He says, I want you to give, give the get and bring back a chayfetz, bring back a pikadon, because everyone agrees that if he listened to his instructions and first delivered the get and then took the chayfetz the way the Baal asked step one and then step two that's a valid get everyone agrees that the whole machlek is here is if he mixed up the order first if the Baal said first I want you to take the chayfetz and then give her the get and he does the opposite first he gives her the get and then takes the chayfetz over here Abiyachan would say it's possible Kosher can if he appointed a, another shliach to do it. And Reish Lakish says it will be kosher even if the second guy does it. And Kosher can if the shliach number one did it in the wrong order. In the next mission, we learned that if someone brings a get from Medina Sayom and then he gets sick, he could go to Bezdin and set up a shliach there to, pa- to, to continue his shliachas of delivering the get. And he tells Bezdin, his befane nechtav befane nechtam. And then the second shliach, shliach number two, who picked up the mission in Bezdin, he doesn't need to say b'fanenachta b'fanenachta. He could just say am shliach Bezdin, and the b'fanenachta b'fanenachta will be um, triggered or kept in safekeeping in Bezdin. That's where that enactment is. It's filed away in Bezdin. The shliach doesn't. Need, the second shliach doesn't need to say it. The Gemara, the Rabbanon tell Avimi breda avua. They asked from Rabbi Abua, can shliach number two appoint a third shliach or no? Maybe only the shliach of the Baal can appoint a shliach. So he answers, that's not a question. Our Mishnah said that the last shliach doesn't need to say which sounds like he's the last in a chain of shluchim. That we have an answer for. Yes, you can have shliach number two, three, four, five till infinity. The real question, he says, is whether shliach number two, three, four, five, and six, etc., also need to be appointed and deputized in Bezdin, or does it, can it just be on the street? But they answer that's also not a question. We have an answer to that as well, because 
the last Shliach in our Mishnah, he announces Shliach Bezdin Ani. He announces that he was appointed in, in Bezdin. So clearly every Shliach along this chain has to be appointed in Bezdin. Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak learns this conversation a little differently. He says that the Rabbonin asked Avimi Bereid Rabbavua the pointed question. They said, they asked him, does the Shliach need to be appointed in Bezdin? Uh, shliach number three, four, and five, etc. And his response was, hang on, why aren't you asking whether he's even allowed to appoint a third, fourth, and fifth shleach, and they responded to the Rabbana and said, well, that's obvious. It says in Amishnah that the last shleach doesn't need to say So you see that you can. We're just trying to figure out whether that those later shluchim need to be appointed in Bezdin. He, and, he, and he therefore responds in this conversation, this version of the conversation, that yes, they do, because he's announcing so yes, all of these shluchim can be appointed, but they have to be appointed in Bezdin. Now Rabba asks, we know that a shliach, Rabba tells us that a shliach in Eretz Yisrael can make many, many shluchim. You could have an entire chain of shluchim. And Ravashi says, what happens if the first shliach in this chain, the originally appointed shliach, dies? Is the rest of the chain invalid or do they continue their, their shlichos, even without their source of shlichos? Rabbi Ravashi says that when Ravashi says that the whole chain is batel, he must have said that when he's a child uh, or in his, kat- in his katnus. He said if the Baal died, then yes, the shlichus, the entire shlichus would evaporate because the entire koyach of the shlichus comes from the Baal. But if one of the shluchim die, you still have the koyach of the Baal and the rest of the shlichus. Next, the Gemara tells us a story of a husband who sent a shliach to his wife and he told the shliach, um, deliver it to her. And he, he says, yeah, but I have no idea who your wife has never met her. So he says, it's okay, find Abba Bar Minyoimi. He knows who my wife is and he'll deliver it. When he came uh, to deliver it, he couldn't find Abba ben Minyoimi, Bar Minyoimi. So, but, but he did find Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Hanina, Bar Papa, and Rabbi Zchaknafcha. Rabbi Safra was there also. And they told him, you know what? We know Abba Bar Minyami. Give us the shlichus to give it to him. And then Abba Bar Minyami will give it to his wife. He'll deliver the get. Serv Safra, who was sitting there, said, hold on. He can't give us that shlichus. The shlich is only authorized to give it to Abba Bar Minyami. He's not the Baal. So everyone was very embarrassed that they even suggested that. Because he was right. But Rava says... Uh, Rav says that Rav Safra outsmarted these three Talmud Chachamim, but Rav Ashi says, in what way did he outsmart them? The Baal didn't tell the Shliach to only give it to Abba Bamanyami. He gave him authorization to pass it on to someone to give to the wife, and he very well could have given it to any of these Amaroim. Some say that, that Rav said something else. He said that Rav Safra outsmarted these three Rabbanon, but it, with a mistake. And Ravashi says that the mistake that he used to outsmart them was that the, sh- the Shliach actually did have the Koyach to give it to others besides for Abba Ben Mendemi. Husband just wanted it delivered by someone who knew who the wife was. Next, the Gemara tells us the story of the husband who gave, who sent a, a get to his wife and he told the Shliach, don't give it to her for 30 days. Now he showed up on day 30, but he couldn't make it. Some oinus happened and he couldn't give it within 30 days. They came to Rava and Rava said, if he were to become sick, 
he'd be allowed to pass it on because it's an oinus. Over here, it's also an oinus, so he could pass on his shlichus to us. Give us the get, and we could give it after 30 days. With our koyach of shlichus that you'll pass on to us. But the Rabbanan tell Rava, yeah, but this is a, a shliach shalanitan legeirishin. He only has the koyach to deliver it within 30 days. How could he give us koyach beyond his own koyach of shlichus? So Rava answers, since since he could divorce his wife after 30 days, it, it's like a shliach that has the koyach to, to pass on the shliach, on, on the shlichas. The Gemara next asks, why aren't we worried that he was Mephias' wife within these 30 days? Stop. Maybe, maybe that, and that would invalid, invalidate the get. It would make the get, get your son. You have in a Mishnah that if someone says, I want you to divorce my wife if I'm not back within 12 months. And then he dies within those 12 months. That's a valid get because he didn't come back within those 12 months. And the Gemara asks, uh, how do we know that maybe in, within those 12 months he was Mephias' wife and this is a get Yashan before he died. And Rabbi Barachano says, uh, in the name of uh, Abba Mori, in the name of Rav, that the, the only reason why we didn't assume that it was a get Yashan, that he's Mephias' wife, is because he gave his wife the Ne'emanus he said, trust my wife. If she says that I wasn't Mephias her, then it's, a, it's not a Ged Yashon. But if he didn't say that, we are concerned about a Ged Yashon. Why aren't we worried over here within 30 days that it's a Ged Yashon as well? So they were talking embarrassed. It sounds like it was, it was a good slug up. At the end of the day, it turns out that this Ged that was sent within 30 days and he missed his 30-day marker, it was for a Ged Arison. They weren't actually married. They were only engaged. So the Gemara says, why does it make a difference whether they were married or engaged? If we're concerned that he'll be Mephias or when they were married, why aren't we concerned that they were, that he was Mephias or when they were engaged, just in Arisin, in which case it's still a Ged Yashon. Rava says, that we're not worried that he's going to be Mephias' fiance. They don't have that sort of a relationship. But when they're married, that's when we're concerned that he's Mephias or within that time. Rava tells us, we still have a question of whether this second shliach needs to be appointed in place of the first one, especially in our case, when the guy missed his 30-day marker, does he need to be here for the, uh, the continuing of the chain of shlichus? And the answer that, nope, the second shliach can be appointed um, in front of the first one or not. And they sent from Eretz Yisrael, that's Takada Alacha, that the chain of shlichus can be continued whether uh, in the presence of the first shliach or even not. Next tomorrow brings a case. Of a husband who sent the shliach to deliver the get, but only uh, um, within 30 days. Don't deliver it after 30 days. And he showed up on the day 30, but he couldn't make it across the river to give it to give it to the wife. He was stuck on the other side. So he was announcing, like, let, let, let me in. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm, 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 I can't actually physically deliver it, but I'm here. I made it on day 30. Shmuel over there said, that's not considered being there, and that... Uh, you can't consider that an oinus. And he didn't deliver it. It's not considered a delivered get. Next, the Gemara brings the case of a husband who gives his wife a get, but I'll deny that he can't be Mephias her within 30 days. That was the deal. You're divorced unless I'm Mephias you within 30 days. So what happens? He tried being Mephias her, but it didn't work. So it's a good get. But Yasef says, 
Yeah, it's going to be valid because he didn't be Mephias her to the nth degree. Every man and woman has their price. If he gave her a sack of dinarim, she wouldn't be Mephias. Okay, so he didn't give her that sack of coins. That's why she, she wasn't Mephias. So it wasn't an onus, but he would hold that if it was an onus, Taka, if he had given her uh, a ton of, uh, of dinarim and she still wasn't Mephias, then it would be an onus. There are those that learn differently that Rabbi Yosef says, uh, no, he doesn't need to give her a sack of money that he doesn't have if he was Mephias, sir. And she wasn't Mephias. She didn't accept the, uh, the, the, the pleads, the appeal. And then it's, it's a din of an oinus. It's a machlekes. The, the difference in the two answers is whether we hold oinus begitten or not. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.